Hello and welcome to One Podcast Under God. I'm your host, Stephen C. Phillips, and joining me is my wife, Mary Phillips. Hello. Hello. So, last episode we talked about how you can tell the end is coming, or getting closer anyway to the end times. So, this episode we kind of alluded to the fact that we were going to talk about prayer. Well, we were doing some research on it and decided that this would be best as a two-parter. Broken up so that uh, it's not a uh, really long episode, as it were. So, Uh, We're going to be covering the importance of prayer in this first part, and on the second part, uh, basically the how-to get into prayer, and the different types of prayer. So, before we get into this, and we probably should have done this in the last episode, uh, is we're going to pray before we get into the episode. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to spread your word. Thank you for uh, those that are tuning in and those who uh, may be touched by this message and just pray that you would be with them and be with us and fill us with your word that we may speak of your, uh, speak of your will, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So getting into the, uh, the first part, the importance of prayer, uh, I'll let you start with that. Okay, so I'm going to start with a, again, we're reading from the New King James Version, and um, I'm going to start with Luke 11.1. 1. This just shows how important prayer was even when Jesus was here. And, um, and so this verse says, Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And I guess kind of this could have gone along with the next podcast and learning um, how to pray, but it just shows that how important prayer is. I mean, the disciples were begging him to show them how to pray because without prayer, how are we going to have a relationship with God without prayer? That is how we speak to him. That's how we um, just come closer to him in every way. And, um, so that just shows how important it was to the disciples to learn how to pray from Jesus. And we again have it in Luke 9 through 13, because God wants to give us gifts. I mean, he's our father and I know we have two little ones and as long as they behave, we love to give them gifts. It's wonderful to see the smiles on their faces when they get a gift or, just to see happiness in their hearts. And that's what God wants from us too. But how are we supposed, how is he supposed to give them to us without us asking? So here in, again, Luke 11, 9 through 13. So I to say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread, from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? 
I mean, it's just so important to ask for the Holy Spirit when we're in prayer because, um, I mean, we'll go into more detail in the next episode, but we may not always go in prayer um, truly wanting to have prayer. But if we ask God to make us want to have prayer and help us in our situations in our lives, he will answer. And speaking of asking for things in prayer, uh, in Matthew 21, 22, uh, it stated, uh, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. If you are not truly believing in your heart and, and asking you, it, it, it's just like a, like a hollow prayer. Like you're not. And that's, that's hard. Even, I mean, I think that's even hard. Sometimes I've heard it from people have always followed the Lord. I don't. I don't want to say pastors per se, because I'm sure they struggle with it at times, but I know multiple people that have said it's hard to always believe because if you're asking God, for instance, my dad is very sick and I would love for God to heal him. But at the same time, a lot of the time in my heart, I don't believe he will. And so we have to believe it. It doesn't mean that his will will always be our will. So even though we believe it, um, he may not answer in, in our way, but the biggest thing is we have to believe that he will do what is best in his will over just doing what our will is, if that makes sense. I mean, just believing, truly believing with your heart, not just an empty prayer of, please do this for me, blah, blah, blah. And then when he doesn't answer it, then you just stop believing because there's just a lot more to that because it says here, if you believe he will answer. And that's the hard thing to, to think about when when you're praying is, is you know, wondering whether anything's going to come of it or if it's, you know, and again, it's everything's in God's time, whether it's, it's you know, going to happen today, tomorrow, three months from now, a year from now. You never know. I mean, it's, it's just whatever timing is his timing. But you have to believe. You have to believe no matter, no matter what it is. And in, in Mark eleven twenty two through 24, uh, it, he says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be moved and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And that just shows... I mean, how often are we praying where we're, our heart is not 100% believing? Are we at a 50-50%? Are we at 80-20%? I mean, it, I don't, I mean, it's just so important to believe. And that's easier said than done. You can say, yes, I'm going to believe. But that, I think, is where our faith comes in. We have to grow our faith. To fully come to that point where you do truly believe. And if you're somebody that truly believes, the moment you jump in, amen to that. Because that's amazing. But for most, for most, it's going to take time. It's going to take growing our faith. But this is talking, we're talking now about the the best ways to grow our faith. The faith and the very first thing is going to be growing our faith through prayer and coming to God. Because how can we grow our faith in Him without talking to him so like an example of a prayer that we were just earnestly just praying from the heart just 
waiting for something to happen. Um, Steve has a job that when he received the job, it was in his paperwork that we had to move um, to another state. And it was, I mean, that's a big step to move to another state. And it was a long ways from here. So um, we were praying and praying about it. And we kept, he kept getting the runaround. They were saying, yes, he had to move. No, he didn't have to move. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. I mean, it was crazy. It was almost every day. One day he did have to move, the next day he didn't. And, but yet it was still in the paperwork. So here last May, so it's almost been a year, um, we went down and we actually looked at apartments. We took four or five days and we looked at apartments. And it was way out of what we could afford. I will tell you that. And the job he has didn't want to do any type of cost of living raise. And so we didn't, we just didn't know how we were going to do it. And so we were to the point that we had about two months that we were supposed to be moving. We need to put our house up for sale. We needed to get an apartment. We needed to get things going. I mean, two months to move to another state, sell a house, all of that. And we were praying and praying about it. And it was just back and forth. And then finally, there was just one night and we were praying about it together. And we just said, you know what, Lord? whatever you want, have it be done. We just can't handle this anymore. We're done with the, the, the pull around the, the tug of war. And I think that was the first time we truly just let go, believed that God would answer it and gave him, gave him the control over it. Whatever he needed, whatever he wanted, that was it. Well, the very next day, so I received a, an email more or less stating that I, I would be having to move. Uh, there really wasn't any way to go around it. And uh, um, not that much further into either the, that day or the next day, I got a message from someone else uh, in the company stating that a position was opening up. Another telecommute position to where I wouldn't have to relocate. Uh, and really nothing would be any different except for the fact that it was a different position, different set of responsibilities. And uh, so when I, I, I received uh, the option for this, uh, they, they gave me the option to do as a trial setup and then uh, with the option for permanent after that. And I, of course, jumped at the opportunity and... Uh, they, as they say, the rest is history because I've, I've been in that position for a while now, but, uh, it, it definitely was a, a moment where we were just struggling and it was stressing the both of us out and we were just like, okay, God, <laughs> here's, here's this, you know, do what you got to do. You know, we, we can't handle this. This is in your hands. You, you do what is necessary. And, uh, he, he, uh, gave us what was best for us at the time. And so that's, um, it's definitely helped and, and it's, it's helped in other ways. I mean, with, uh, being able to draw closer to our, our church family, our friends, uh, our family, um, getting more involved in, in things at, at church and with helping. And I think that was also his way. I mean, it was, he, we needed to let go. We needed to actually believe for once, I mean, we believe with our whole hearts that he would do what was best for us. And until we are ready to believe, how he, I mean, I'm not saying he won't answer, but if we, unless we fully believe with our hearts, 
then, I mean, the Bible says we must believe. And so that was proof that we must believe first. Um, and with that, we have that there are God's people and not God's people. Um, you can't just say you're a Christian or say you're, you know, a Jesus follower or that you love Jesus and then just do whatever you want. Um, we have 2 Timothy 19 and um, then I'll read 21 and 22, but uh, 2 Timothy 2, 19. Um, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who who names the name of Christ depart from inequity. And then 21 is, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but purest, pur- pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, peace with those who call on the Lord out of pure heart. That is where it says, where it says here, who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. We must be pure. We must believe. We have to be calling it out and we must be seeking and pursuing righteousness, faith, love. Those are things that we have to be pursuing. We cannot just say one thing and then live doing whatever we want. And the best way to get there is in prayer. Yeah, and the 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 whole thing with that is is you you definitely have to kind of flip that switch in your life. You you have to uh, let go of things because as people we want to be selfish. We want to control everything. It control is that that one thing that that we want that we really shouldn't have one hundred percent. That's that's the thing that that God should have. And by praying and letting him know your needs and your, your problems and, and just praising the awesomeness that he is, it, it allows you to let go. Uh, because also, let's face it too, people as a whole can't handle everything that we're handed from day to day. And the only way to cope with it really is, uh, is to give it to God. And also, there, there's a lot of areas in the Bible, too, that that talk about uh, prayer. There, there's a lot of instances where they they speak of, you know, whether it's Jesus uh, telling in, in parables of, you know, men always ought to pray and not lose heart, or, uh, you know, then here in heaven, their prayer and their supplication to maintain their cause. Uh, there, there's a lot of, a lot of instances where, uh, prayer is is very central to what what God wants from us, and a lot of it's mentioned in the Gospels of of things that Jesus has told his disciples, and a lot of it has been in other places. Uh, and the the main thing is is that in order to be filled with with knowledge of His will. Uh, in all the wisdom and in spiritual understanding is to pray. I mean, here in Luke twenty two forty four through 46, you see the most um, agonizing, the saddest story, saddest yet happiest story in the Bible. And it's right before Jesus goes to the cross. So, of course, we know the agony with that and the outcome of our salvation through that. 
But Jesus is in prayer. And here it says, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Without prayer, that's when Satan's going to attack us. And um, I know we've had discussions at times, does Satan hear our prayers? I mean, I don't know. Does he know where to attack us at? Um, But with prayer, that's when God can give us his strength to overcome things. And um, we'll cover a little bit more in the next episode. But you, you really have to expect God's answer to prayer and be ready for those answers to prayer um, before you pray them because he just may answer. And um, But just here, Jesus is just praying so earnestly for his father to help him. The agony he knew he was about to come to, the pain he was going to suffer, so emotional, so physical. And he says, rise up and pray lest you enter into temptation. Because without prayer, we're going to fall short. We're going to fall short even with prayer. But we can have God's strength with prayer. Whereas without His, without prayer, we cannot have his strength. No, and I, I think that that's, that's the key to this episode right here is that in order to gain... Uh, strength and and knowledge and wisdom and spiritual understanding is to pray and so that i think is is the the key importance there of why we need prayer so so as we we close out this episode uh just as a reminder part two of prayer will be how to pray uh and and how to uh pray when when you may not necessarily know what directions to go into as you're you're about to do it and that may sound kind of silly because sure we just go to prayer to ask god to help us right but that's not there's more to it than that it's really learning how to pray to grow that relationship with god to grow your faith in god um which are one and the same of course but it's just really different ways you can pray how to get through the things for praying, you know, just all of it. But the biggest thing now with this one, um, this, we're going to try to have um, the episode out a little bit faster since it's a back-to-back or a two-parter. But the biggest thing is really think about what we said in these scriptures and study out yourself and pray about... Praying. I mean, see how important it is. You cannot have that relationship without God. And, yeah. So, in closing, let's have closing prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this this opportunity to speak about prayer, to speak about how to converse with you, and to get a more uh, personal, close relationship with you. Please, uh, give the Holy Spirit and and just rain it down upon us so that we may get your wisdom and and get your understanding of, of your word and how uh, we can better communicate with you and uh, so we can just give up those things that are hindering us Lord that we may uh, give them to you so that you can take care of them because there's nothing you can't handle Lord that 
uh, that is beyond us, and, and you know what we need before we need it, Lord. So I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, as we stated in the last episode, if there's something you'd like prayer for or you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, onepodcastundergod at gmail.com. So, is there anything you'd like to say before we close it out? I don't think so. So, until next time, we've been Stephen Mary on One Podcast Under God.